Kelsey are fighting it out for one and two. Darren Waller is right there outside of that. Sure. He he's he's in that category. Sure. So Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey are all in the same category. TJ Hawkinson is young and he's knocking on the door. Right, right. Yeah, he's definitely the up and comer, I think, of that group still. Like the rest of those guys, it's like you said, they're definitely aging. Um, but yeah, with T with Hawk, uh, he's just coming out of Iowa and he was an absolute boss there. He was boss. And absolute I mean, boss. Killer. He obviously he obviously Killer. goes to a terrible, terrible landing place with Detroit, but obviously he's kind of made the most of it. I mean, like he's he has been, um, except from his rookie year, he's been what? Like he was, yeah, thirty-one. I think his rookie year, five. His uh, year two. This oh, past year, my man knows the numbers. Yeah, the and numbers this down. past year, what he was fifteen, oh, even shit. though he missed like oh, four or five shit, games. Dude. Like he's he's a boss, man. Like you think he, he goes crazy this year? It, I think he does, man. Especially if they were to get some perimeter weapons on the outside. That would help him up the middle because you can't double him, man. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, like you always have like a oh. linebacker there, but like it's so it's so much easier to like obviously go ahead. What 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 were you gonna say? The Lions brought in DJ Chark. Yeah, they got DJ Chark, so like they have like a true and, burner now, and like they have Amara St. Brown. They have, I mean, they have. They already got a good one too. True. Well, I think they're gonna get someone in the draft too. Like, I think they should. Like, let's say, I'm not sure how the draft is gonna fall or anything, but like, if they were to get someone like a George Pickens or something like that at like 32 or 34 or something, like I think like that would be a massive pickup for them because he's he could really be like a great uh, vertical threat like. I don't to to that group because like you'd obviously have Amarab in the uh, slot, you'd have uh, Chark on one side vertical, and then you would have Pickens on the other side vertical. Like that, as a young group, that's kind of icy, man. Like that's a really good pickup, and then like you have you have uh, Hawkinson who can control the app like all the middle. And, I don't know, man, like, that kind of sounds, it's starting to sound like a little bit of a dangerous offense other than you have Jared Goff as your quarterback. I fuck with that, dude. Do you think Jared Goff is the quarterback of the future for the Lions? I gotta, I gotta ask that question before I, no, before I ask my next one. No, I don't think he's gonna be the quarterback of the future. I honestly <laughs> think, like, they could be in the works to take a quarterback, uh, I mean, this draft, I, I don't know if it's gonna be... Uh, with number two, I don't think it's going to be with 32. And it very well could be with 34, I think. Like, what if they wait and, like, let's say, like, Desmond Ritter or um, Matt Corral, you know, something like that. Like, if they're still around at 34 and, let's say, they've already, like, addressed, like, their key positions that they wanted to, I think that could be a really good landing spot for him. And they don't have to start that first year then. Like, they could have Jared Goff kind of run the reins for this year. They can learn the offense. They can uh, they, they can get acclimated to uh, uh, Motor City Dan Campbell. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He, like, is that his name now? Yeah. Motor City Dan Campbell? Dude, he, yeah, it is. Right, it, and it. I really Let's like go. Dan Campbell, man. Like, Let's I go. think he's going to be a great coach. He's a good guy. He seems like a good guy. I... Even I though with, like, I fuck with Dan, Dan Campbell, yeah, like even though like he's in the NFC North, and obviously we're Packer fans, 
But yep. like, I still I'm rooting for that team because yep. like they have a lot of grit and. Yep. Obviously, like, a lot of people were laughing at him because, like, he said, like, oh, like, we want to bite off their kneecaps and shit like that in his opening press conference. Like, we don't talk about that enough. <laughs> I, you, know, you know what that tells me? They're the type of team to take a risk on Kenny Pickett. I don't think they would take a risk on Kenny Pickett. If they're going to take a risk on someone, I would, I, I would, I would like to see the risk on uh, Malik Willis, personally. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in with a hot take probably going to be wrong and I'm okay being wrong mm-hmm. but I think Kenny Pickett is a really good fit for that offense why do you say that I think Kenny Pickett is somebody that should be a lion he should be the first pick in the draft as far as quarterbacks go in general I think his last year at Pittsburgh he was top five in every category that you want to see he was top 10 in the nation in QBR he was top five in pass yards top five in passing touchdowns the worst thing that ever happened to him is he was born genetically with something that he can't control and having smaller hands the one thing that he cannot control that he can't do a goddamn thing about is the fucking size of his fingers but he's good at everything else yeah i mean obviously there are physical i'm not betting against that dude i'm sorry that's just me that's just maybe that's how i was raised sure maybe that's just how i see people but he did everything else well, man. I know he kind of got to the party a little late. Bro, I don't think the Lions need to take a risk on him. I think, if anything, like, he's not worth the second pick in the draft this year. He he, he truly is not. Because he's not going to turn out to be the quarterback that you think he's going to be. Are you going to pick the second? What else are you going to spend that pick on? And at the two? What are you, who are you gonna I'm take? going to take the best prospect available, and it's not Kenny Pickett. So you're going to take, like, a, maybe a Walker, uh, potentially Hutchinson if he falls. You're talking about... Dude, I'd rather take Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, but over... do you want to take a cornerback at two? It's better than Kenny Pickett because I know that I'm going to get a better He's player. A quarterback, that value. You have a good bridge quarterback in Jared Goff, I think, that would take it well and would compete still. Yeah, but you could also look at getting Kenny Pickett at 32... At 34, because I think you, not understanding the draft, you're overvaluing him. Maybe. He's because a you don't understand He's the... He's a quarterback. Be- yeah, He's a but... quarterback. Do you know how many great left tackles are in this draft? Do you know how many great defensive ends are in this draft? Look at the fucking value you're in these picks. You're building a program. I'm done talking about Kenny Pickett, dude. It's ridiculous. I think he, yes, he's a decent quarterback. Great. Yeah, he has a sob story because of his small hands. I mean, a lot of people have a real, like, shitty things about their, I mean, life. I mean, shit, dude. I, I could be wrong. I could I, be wrong. Yeah, dude. I mean, Malik you know? Willis is 6'1". Like, he doesn't fit all the physical traits, but look at him. Like, he's a really good comp to Russell Malik Wilson. Malik Willis is a really good quarterback who I believe has a bright future. Could be great. I could come, I could... I could be completely wrong. I could be talking out of my ass. But I, if I have to put my money on a quarterback this year, I'm putting my money on Kenny Pickett. That's great. And I'm putting my money on Kenny Pickett because he's a competitor. He had clutch moment after clutch moment after clutch moment after clutch moment over the last year. I know he's coming in a little bit older, but for me, that just tells me he's mature. And give me the extra year. Fuck it, man. Quarterbacks are playing until they're 38 years old now. That, I'm not. I'm not bugging about that. He's 23. 
22, 23. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's play. He's shown me everything else. I can't fault him too much about his finger size and the age in which he found out maybe how to be a man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm bugging. Am I bugging? I think you are, yes. Am I? All right, I'll shut up. I'll, I'll shut up and I'll never bring it up again. I, we got 24 hours and 24 hours we'll have the answer. Yeah. When this podcast comes out, we'll know. All right, so speaking of the second pick, I want to talk about fantasy okay. football drafts. Sure. And the closest draft that we have that everyone probably gives a fuck about is the rookie draft. Yep. A lot of us are drafting in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, for Our, Dynasty, all that stuff. Let's yeah. talk real life. Us two. Yep. We're at the end of April. We're drafting May 14th. Yep. Fuck it. Let's talk about me. Let's keep it real life. I'm the second pick in the draft. Yep. We play in a one QB league. We have 10 teams. We play in a half PPR league. I'm predicting that Brees Hall is going to go first. Sure, yeah. That's probably locked in stone right about now unless... I mean, like, obviously we're all, like, uh, Packer fans. So, like, if if they were to, like, trade up and get, like, an icy receiver, they would probably go first in our league. But hi, let's go, yeah, hypothetically. Let's, 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 let's throw three names in a bucket. Let's just assume Brees Hall goes yep. first. It's a 1QB league. Yep. You yeah. could argue Malik Willis, but the guy drafting is Kyler Murray, so I don't know yeah. if he needs to. Right. My team is a bunch of wide receiver twos and RB twos in this league that we'll reference. Yep. Are you taking Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, or Kenneth Walker? Um. Well, it kind of depends, man. Like it depends on their landing spot, and we'll know that we'll, we'll know all those landing spots within the next forty-eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would say that just off rip, I would have to go with Kenneth Walker, um, just because there's a lot of rushing upside with him, uh, regardless of where he goes. Because I think he is the most pure rusher out of this class. Mm-hmm. So wherever he goes, you know that he's gonna be getting premium touches because they like what they premium. saw in college. <laughs> premium touches. Let's go. Yeah. So MSU. He, yeah, I would probably go with Kenneth Walker, man. Like, he's coming out of the big time where it's a big rushing. Uh, Didn't Le'Veon Bell go to he did, Michigan yeah. State, too? Yep, Le'Veon Bell went there. I think there's a couple others that have gone there as well. Um, but, you know, I think he's going to be the next one to come out from there. Yeah. And I think he's probably, honestly, a decent comp to Le'Veon. I think he's quicker. But, um I think, yeah, man, I think after at least, like, one year, you're probably going to be seeing him as your starting running back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be there right away this year, but he's still going to be, like, a great flex play, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, with the other two that you said with Garrett Wilson, uh, if he goes to the uh, Falcons, uh, I, I don't know what to do with him, man. Like, that's such a sketch position because he's going <laughs> to be there with Marcus Mariota, and I don't really want to be there uh, with my quarterback as Marcus Mariota. And then uh, Traylon Burks, like, if he goes to the Packers, bro, honestly, I would probably take Traylon Burks over Kenneth Walker. But, like, that's only, that's probably the only situation. Mm-hmm. Um, because even, like, if he were to go to the Bills or something, like, he still has Stephon Diggs. And et cetera, et cetera. There, I mean, like, you, I mean, it seems like the Bills always have like another great receiver, which that could be with potentially a, with Traylon. But 
And I know a lot of... But they just paid Stefan, dude. Like, I feel like they're going to feed the fuck out of him. Oh, no doubt. But what were you going to say? Sorry about that. I mean, it's possible the Bills could take Kenneth Walker. Yeah. I mean, the dude's probably going to go in the second round, so everyone's going to, for the most part, get a crack at him. Yeah, I mean, I could see them trading up or something like Shit. that. What if the Niners trade Debo draft day, they got some draft capital, and they go get a Kenneth Walker? Is Kyle Shanahan, he loves running backs. Elijah Mitchell, they took in the third or... No, they took him in the fucking, like, sixth or seventh round. Yeah, I think he was a sixth-round pick. Trey Sermon was a fourth-round pick last year. Like, like that, yeah. bro, you could easily go get Kenneth Walker in the second round and make him your primary guy. I don't think it's that crazy. I think we've seen a lot crazier shit on draft day, so... It, it's possible. It's possible. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Um. So, you're taking Kenneth Walker. Yeah. For me, personally... The way I'm leaning, and that's kind of how we got here, is what am I going to do with the second pick? Yeah. You know what a great man once told me? What's up, bro? Fuck it, we ball. We Traylon ball. Burks. Traylon Burks. Give me Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. Give me Traylon Burks. Well, we'll see what happens on draft day. I know you like to hear that. Because <laughs> it gives you a fucking shot. I feel like we're going to end up making a trade draft day. I don't think we will. We may not. but Because I know that... The only thing that I would trade up to get there would be my fifth at this point. And I'm not... Even then, that might be a stretch. Your 2-5? No. My 5-4. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I I mean, at this point, I think I've kind of... I don't know, man. Like I've talked myself out of just taking the best player available when it comes to the 1-4. <laughs> because that's where I'm drafting. That's I'm, dra- fair. I'm drafting at the 1-4, so... Um, you know, if if it comes down to taking the best wide receiver available, mm-hmm. I think it. I, I think that's gonna be perfect for my team because I have uh, Keaton Allen, who's only getting older. Yeah, it's always good to have another young wide receiver to throw in there. I mean, I do have Elijah Moore, which is nice, but um, mm-hmm. you, it it's always great to have options, and I can always drop one of my uh, wide receivers who aren't doing very well. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, like, and it's, I think I'm going to be able to get really good uh, running back value later in the draft, too. Just mm-hmm. because I do have two second-round picks, I have two third-round picks. So, at the end of the day, I think if I need to get running back depth, I'm able to do it then. Mm-hmm. Or I could wait a year and just do it next year when the class mm-hmm. is always... It, it always seems like each year, running back classes are getting better and better. Yeah. So, what happens, like, if I'm able to get, like, Bajan Robinson next year or something like that? Bajan Robinson won one next year. It's probably already decided. Uh, but, yeah, he's a prospect I like a lot. And I don't know a lot. Obviously, you are the... If you don't know between me, Ja, and the co-host here, Dugo. Saw dude. Dugo is the dude who enjoys college football. He'll sit down and he'll actually watch a college football game. I'll tap in maybe with the highlights, but I'm more of a YouTube highlight film three, four months before the draft kind of guy. Yeah, man. I mean, I obviously, I respect where you're coming from. I really just enjoy football. I grew up with uh, NCAA football as well. And yes. so... I Me mean, and Dugo both played high school football. Uh, Dugo was a guard. Dugo played the offensive line. Um... I played a lot of different positions on offense. Wide receiver, quarterback, um, cornerback, DB. So, we 
try to come in here and we try to give our honest advice. We're both opinionated. But just to give you a little bit of history from the people who you're listening to, um, those are kind of the worlds we come from. Yeah. Which kind of probably gives you better insight into why we say the dumb shit we say. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like, I think, uh, I just think there's going to be a lot of depth, you know? Like, when if you could get, like, uh, Damian Pierce, or if you're able to get, like, a Zamir White, fuck it, dude. Like, I don't even like him that much, like, but, like, if you get, like, Tyler Algier, like, at an icy landing spot, like, he could, like, he could be something. Like, I don't know if he's going to be something good, because he ran, like, a 4-6 or some shit, but, like, I don't know, dude. Like, he seemed like he had decent hands in college. And he can run the ball. So, fuck it, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, fuck that. No, scratch that. Tyler Algiers, like, my RB10. Don't don't touch him if, unless you absolutely need a running back. But I don't know, Get- man. But I, there's going to be a lot of depth, though. Damien Pierce, for sure. So, I don't know. There's a lot of good backs in this class that I think are going to go day two, day three. Now, we just got done talking about Kenneth Walker. We know Brees Hall is probably going to go first. You can actually probably toss a coin between Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall on who gets picked first in the NFL draft. Oh, okay. By the time you guys hear this, we'll know. Actually, we may not. This will come out on Friday, and both those guys could go in the second round. Yeah, Friday draft doesn't start until later in the day. True. Um, But I guess after that, at some point, we're all going to have to pick our RB3. And this guy could still go in the first round at the end. I mean, between Isaiah Spiller and Rashad White, who's your RB3? Who would you pick? Um, Between those two, I'd probably go with Rashad White. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that he's the better running back out of those two, just, just to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to take Rashad White unless I absolutely had to. I would... Like I've said before on this podcast, I'd much rather overpay for like a Jerome Ford, uh, Brian Robinson Jr., Damian Pierce, uh, Zamir White. James oh, Cook. James Cook, yeah. James I mean, Cook is actually someone who I could see going as the RB3 as well. Yeah, I could. I would much rather see them over uh, Isaiah Spiller and Rashad White personally. Yeah. I mean, I... I think that Rashad White probably is going to have the better uh, opportunity to pop off. I think James Cook could very well end up being a Bronco. I think that's not a terrible take. Um, Am I crazy for saying that? I don't think so. I mean, it depends on like the capital because they aren't going to take him in the second round. No way. Um, no. But like... A third, Shit. fourth round value, maybe? Yeah, like, I could see them taking him possibly in, like, the third or something. Because I know that they're going to want to have, like, a committee there. And they just signed Melvin Gordon to a one-year deal. Yep, So, exactly. obviously, uh, they're going to keep the committee there again for another year. Keep the band together. So, and also for reference, I don't mean to cut you off either. Yeah, but, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, Melvin Gordon's 29 years old. Yeah, he. I mean, he is getting older. He, I know for a lot of us, he's been around, and it still feels like yesterday he was playing for Wisconsin. Dude, remember when he, I don't know if you remember this, but he had a record day against uh, Nebraska one time. Was it six touchdowns? He had like six touchdowns and like, I think it was like damn near like 400 yards or something like he went, that. Yeah. But, he was yeah. a beast. 
I remember that like it was yesterday, man. And I remember he still like he had uh, James White in that backfield as well, and he was still able to pop off. <laughs> so yeah, yeah man. Crazy. Like I don't know. Even crazy. Melvin will always have a special place in my heart. Four hundred and eight yards. Yeah. Uh, we played. Uh, we were Wisconsin going against Nebraska. Yeah. It, we won fifty nine and twenty four. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was crazy, man. It was uh, four touchdowns, not six. Not six. Well, I that just felt re- like it though. Yeah, d- well, I just remember like that was like one of the first years that like Nebraska was uh, back in the four. Big Ten. Yeah. And like they were just getting out of the Big Twelve, coming to the Big Ten, and like they were talking about like, oh, like Nebraska's like this big bad team, you know, coming from Big Twelve, and then it's kind of funny how Nebraska's been absolutely shit since they come to the Big Ten. Because they just get... That time period for Wisconsin... Was magical. Like 2013, we, 2014, 2015. Yeah, dude. Like, we went from uh, Monte Ball to... Um, Jonathan Ma- Taylor was after Melvin Gordon, kind of. Well, we, so the timeline would have been Monte Ball. Then we went to Melvin Gordon and James White. James and White, then, yeah. yeah, now we had... Well, there was a little bit of a break there. Mm-hmm. But I, we saw like Dar Argonawa or whatever come out of there as well. Yeah. And yeah, like so now we have JT. Well, we had, just had JT come out. We we're yeah. about to have Braylon Allen come out here in the next couple of years. I'm really excited about him. Okay. Um, he's uh he's gonna be a sophomore this year, but he is unreal, dude. Like you gotta watch. Like if you guys don't know about Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin, look up mm-hmm. his film. Look up his Instagram or look up the Wisconsin Badgers Instagram. This guy just got done cleaning, like, I don't know. I think it was, like, something stupid, like, 500 or 600 pounds. Like, a dead, like a clean, like, deadlift. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is stupid. Uh, his legs are, like, him and A.J. Dillon are going to have, like, a thigh-off competition. Like, mm-hmm. to see, like, who has, like, bigger legs. Because, like. You think so? I mean, like, this guy That's is crazy, a sophomore. A the thigh off is nuts. Yeah, dude, they're probably gonna get out, like a tape measure. Like they're gonna, they're gonna like get like the thickest point, and I they're gonna. They will not do that. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't know if they will do, but like it's re- not gonna happen. Well, dude, like if you look at Twitter, they were talking about it one time. Like <laughs> Yo, I think Braylon about your thighs on Twitter. Bro, is insane. Braylen Allen called out AJ though. Dillon. Though. It could happen. Like and uh, if that's your thing, do it. Yeah, because like sure. so, uh, the For Badgers sure. just got done with like spring football, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, there was just, like, a really, like, nasty, like, picture mm-hmm. of Braylon Allen just, like, running the ball. Um, and so, if you looked at the picture, you could just see, like, his whole, like, his quad, his thigh, like, everything was just, like, popping off. Like, you could, <laughs> off. You could see this yeah. guy's been squatting, this yeah. guy's been hitting all the machines. Yo, like, he's been Wisconsin hitting... always has, like, a team of just, like, big dudes. Yeah, dude, they always have really good linemen, and they always have really good running backs. Yeah. So, like, if you're an NFL GM listening to this, listen to what I'm saying, dude. Go like, squat. Yeah, scout these linemen. They already know that, though, actually. I, I don't know what the fuck we're talking nah, about. Nah, dude, we're telling them right now. This is the first time Come to Gumbo, that. NFL scouts. Yeah. For all of your real-life NFL draft advice coming from a former guard himself. Yeah, dude. Former offensive lineman. Absolutely. And defensive lineman. Goddamn right. Hey, man, I was second team all-conference both ways. Do you think that if an NFL team had us as their defensive end and defensive back, they could win a Super Bowl? Absolutely not, no. I disagree. 
I think if they had either of us on their team, their scouting department is probably just as bad as we I are. I disagree. I think we could get in shape. Give us a year. We can get in shape. I don't I don't think that Give would us a year and a half. Year and a half. Year and a half. Because we got to go to like a bunch of different camps and shit. Nah, dude. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think you could do anything you put your mind to. If you you might not believe in you, but I believe in you. Yeah, I I just don't think that'll happen. Uh, I mean, I just have a lot of other things going on in my life. I, I can't really take a year and a half off to go. Would you Would you Would you do it if you could? Mm. If given the option, if money wasn't an issue, if time wasn't an issue, if I think, work, real life relationships weren't an issue, do you think you can get in shape in a year and a half to go into the NFL? No. No, not not at all. Like I don't have the size for it. Like everything that I've been taught so far has been uh, as an offensive and defensive lineman. And I'm sorry, but at six foot and at two, you don't six, have to you don't have to give us all your stats, but like actually, matter of fact, who would your NFL count be? Like uh, AJ Rakowski, like okay. or like John Coon probably. Like, I would have okay. to, like something like that, man. Like I'm just like a shorter guy, a okay. bigger guy. Like I, I can go do a couple things, but like I'm not as fast as those guys. I don't think. Okay. Like I'm, yeah, man. Like that. There's a reason why I played line in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel you. I feel like mine would be probably a Mari Rogers. A Mari Rogers. If I put on, if I put on some weight. Okay. Because he's we're around the same height. That's why I say that. Okay. But, like, Randall Cobb. You know what I mean? You're telling me you're going to be a prototypical slot receiver? Basically. Nice. Basically. Nice. I'm willing to take some hits for the team. Hell yeah. As long as I just don't fumble. Hey, man. Don't fumble. We cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hold on to the goddamn football. Goddamn right. Uh, But, no. Nah, so, going off that, I guess we got a draft show coming up this weekend. Heads up. Draft show. Um, if you guys follow us, we'll have another episode coming up in which we'll be talking about the first round of draft picks. Hell yeah. Within that first round, we're going to see a lot of these prospects that we've just been rambling about for the past two months, uh, drafted. We're going to see where they land. Yeah. And real talk, like these are going to be the dudes who are going to go, this is going to set up probably the top five. I'd, Close to the top five. I'd probably a lot say, of the top five. I would say this is probably going to set up the majority of the first round. Because there's a possibility we could see a running back taken in the first round. And if that does happen, I mean, you got to have a conversation about it. Right. Well, I mean, I think this I think this first round of the NFL draft is going to set up pretty much most of like a fantasy or like a rookie dynasty. Because mm-hmm. we're going to see quarterbacks round. go too. We might, we might, I mean, it depends, but, like, if you're literally just looking for, like, wide receivers or, like, a running back, uh-huh. you'll probably look for a running back day two um, in, like, the NFL draft, but in the rookie draft, you, like, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, they're probably going to go day two, but yeah. they'll probably go one, two in, like, a dynasty if you're looking for running backs, like, if the top people are looking for running backs. Coming out of the first round, those receivers are definitely going to go off the board. Yeah, and Traylon Burks, Traylon Burks, Wilson. Jamison Williams, Garrett, or I'm sorry, Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, and George Pickens. Pickens. Man, I really hope he slides to the Packers. That'd be cool. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with his draft stock. Like, I've seen everything from him, like, going, uh, like we were talking about earlier, like, around, like, the 28th. Like, day two. 
Or day two. well, I I've, I've even mocked him at twenty eight before. Like I really like him just because yeah. like I do I I, I assume the uh the Lions would take him after that. Like yeah. at thirty four or something. Like I, I just assume It's within his range of outcomes to go in the first round. So. Yeah, yeah. So like if by chance like if we could wait until like the second round trade up, hopefully, to yeah. like maybe into like the forties to get him, that would be great. Could be a day two pick as well. Yeah. Jarvis Landry could also be He's still out there. Jarvis Landry OBJ is another guy. still out there. Yes. Jarvis Landry is a guy that for fantasy purposes, and I know we just kind of swerved off the rookies, but uh, fuck them, fuck those picks. We're like the Rams. Fuck those picks, but like, <laughs> what if Jarvis Landry got traded uh, in day one or day two of the draft, and then he ends up in a new situation? I mean, or if he gets signed, you mean? Yeah, if he gets signed. Yeah, if he gets signed somewhere, you know, he'd be a good wide receiver three option, plug and play. He's a little bit younger than Julio was last year when he went to the Titans. Sure. Uh, so I think that he still has room to be him yeah, uh, for, for sure. a year or two, you know, a couple years, see what happens, maybe longer, hopefully. Yeah, but, I've heard nothing but good things about Jarvis Landry, yeah, so I sure. think wherever he goes, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be good. So, mm-hmm. I mean, whether, whether that be like, I don't know, like he's obviously going to go to a place where they probably don't get like an X receiver this year. Like I'm going to keep it a buck. A buck? Yeah, like, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, whatever team doesn't get an extra receiver this year will probably be signing Jarvis Landry. Like, whether that be, let's say, like, the Jets or the Packers or, I don't know. Like. I'm going to keep it a buck like Giannis. The Ravens, maybe. The Ravens would be a great landing spot for Jarvis Landry. Potentially. Potentially. Because then you'd have Rashad Bateman. Who can profile it? He played outside in, in college at Minnesota. Yeah, but he's still, like. 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, like, he's not super tall. Yeah. Jarvis Landry's, like, 6'2". Yeah, so true. So, he, he could be that pro pitbull X for that. Yeah. Speaking of Minnesota. Kevin O'Connell is the new head coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. And... Yeah, he was actually just on the Pat McAfee show the other day. He yeah. Was, he seemed like a good dude. Like, obviously, you want to hate every Viking out there. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he seemed like a good dude. He seemed Great like a good dude. Great guy. So... A lot of three wide receiver personnel. Probably. KJ Osborne could go off this year. Possibly. Adam Thielen. Dude, I... Justin Jefferson. The craziest thing is I keep seeing people, like, mocking a, a wide receiver in the first round of the Vikings. Which Why? is crazy. You I think so? Well, I, the only... So, there's a couple situations of where I would see that happening. And so, the situation where I see that happening would be... Like, so there's a couple D-backs that could go early. Uh, Sauce Gardner, like we talked about. There's also uh, Stingley uh, Jr., who's out there from LSU. Like, he was the guy, like, who would always go one-on-one with uh, Jamar Chase in practice. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, that's pretty sought after kind of nowadays because that's what all the running back or what all the wide receivers are like. So if you had someone who was You're on, saying that Jamar Chase is such a he's he's done he, so he's well his rookie now. year that you would imagine that the guy who's lining up across from him every day in practice and holding his own, yeah, and also is projected to be a top ten pick in the NFL draft around there, yeah. Like I mean, he's he's, com- he's coming off an injury right now. Like he has something wrong with his foot, but For I sure. think he should be close to 100, percent if not, you know, getting close. Yep. 
Uh, so I think, yeah, he could be like a first round pick or like a very high first round pick. And then there's Kyle Hamilton, who everyone has really like kind of turned off of lately just because mm-hmm. he didn't run like a 4 4, 4 mm-hmm. 3. Like he ran like a 4 6 or 7. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, as a safety, that's not the end of the world for me. Mm-hmm. Especially like when you're 6 4 and like you can be a big body. Yeah. So, and then there's Trent McDuffie as well who's a cornerback coming out of Washington. Okay. So I think, with all that being said, I think the Minnesota Vikings really need a, uh, some sort of D-back. And if all those guys are off the board, I think they would probably go wide receiver. Okay. And I could even see them like swerving off of uh, off of uh, McDuffie, Trent McDuffie, and, or, yeah, I think that's his name. I, Trent McDuffie, yeah. Yeah, and... Like, going for, like, a wide receiver, quite possibly. Just because, I mean, K.J. Osborne obviously hasn't been given all the opportunities in the world. But if you could get, like, a prototypical wide receiver in there to take over Phelan once he's... Obviously, he's going to want, like, another big contract after the next couple of years. Probably. He probably wants one soon. And, yeah, like, I mean, obviously the Vikings would love to keep him. But if it was cheaper to keep a rookie on contract... Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, with more youth, that'd be a lot better. So, like, I've I've seen some mocks of like Jameson Williams going to the Vikings, and honestly, I kind of see it. I kind of see it, which would be kind of weird. Jameson Williams to the Vikings would be crazy. It would, dude. With like, Justin Jefferson, if they had those three, I mean, honestly, I don't know how. And Irv Smith, that that that's not gonna happen. That's too many weapons. Irv Smith is not a weapon, dog. He's an athletic tight end who obviously was just injured most of last year, so we didn't see much from him. But, I mean, he's he has potential, bro. We'll see what happens, man. I, I'm kind of, to me, jury's still kind of out on. You think so? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know I don't if Irv Smith is going to be all the. We'll yeah. I'll fuck with it, yeah. But, I, I don't know, man. Irv Smith, Irv Smith is somebody that I would buy low on now, see what happens. He could pop off. Bro, I feel like Irv Smith isn't even owned in a lot of leagues. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people are out on him. Why? Just because he's hurt? Not necessarily. I just don't think we've seen a lot of production when he's been healthy. And obviously, yeah, like, you gotta be healthy for you to, you know, see production and stuff. Bro, he's 23. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, even... We talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago, I think. But, I mean, he wasn't even all that productive at Alabama. So, Irv Smith was drafted in the same year as Josh Jacobs and David Montgomery. Okay. So, that's relative to the stop. A.J. Brown was in that draft class. Debo Samuel. We kind of hold D.K. Metcalf. We hold him to that regard of player. I, I literally do not think of that no, no, at no, all. No, no, I think no, no, of him no. as we, a fucking tight end. What the fuck are you talking about? When we're comparing him, though. I don't compare him to any of those players. Age and talent. I am comparing him to other tight ends, and to me, I don't see it. I'm not comparing him to A.J. Brown. He has no fucking relevance to A.J. Brown. He's not going to be in my flex. A.J. Brown's going to be my wide receiver one. Bro, I'm saying Irv Smith, in terms of tight ends, is still a younger tight end. No, he's not George Kittle. No, he's not Travis Kelsey. No, he's not Darren Waller. But, I mean, he's a younger prospect that still has potential. We don't hold TJ Hawkinson even to those same regards because he's still on the younger side. TJ Hawkinson has shown me that he could do it, though. 
He's shown me he could be a top five, and he's also shown me even when he's hurt, he can be a top fifteen. And when he's healthy, he's probably tight on two this year. I don't know. Maybe I'm bugging. Whatever. Cool. I think you are, bro. Maybe you be bugging on some we'll shit, bud. You be bugging on some weird ass shit. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We will discuss it later. After Brees Hall gets drafted to the Bills and Devin Singletary. Never sees the light of the day after I traded him to you. And that's fine. And you gave me KJ Osborne, who is on the Vikings. That's cool. And if they get Jameson Williams, I'll literally laugh in your face. We'll see. I can't wait for that to happen tomorrow. Running in the back. We got a Bucks game. Bucks are up by 22 points on the Bulls. And this probably means that the Bucks advanced. So, shout out Milwaukee. I love you. We'll see you soon. Big shout out. Big shout out. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Keep it a buck. Always keep it in the buck. Buck for life. Or a hundred. Yeah, did you hear that J.J. Arcega Whiteside is a tight end now? What? That's also big fantasy news. That's also big fantasy news. Let's talk about it. J.J. Arcega Whiteside is now a tight end. He is now on your fantasy football platforms as a tight end. He's about six, five, six. No, he's 6'2". J.J. Arcega Whiteside is 6'2". 225. He's in his third or fourth year now. And Darren Waller kind of had a similar experience. He was transferred from a wide receiver to a tight end. By the Raiders, I believe, before he was drafted. Yeah. Darren Waller used to be a wide receiver. Bro, I think J.J. Arcea Whiteside isn't great. I don't know. Like, obviously, that's a good transition, and maybe he's worth a little bit more now. But I'm not going to say that he's going to be, like, a startable tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's probably going to be, like, a top 30 tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe have him on your bench, but, I mean... Mm-hmm. What was he doing before other than being in free agency? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, he's just taking up a roster spot. Well, we'll see what happens. But would I take a risk on him after the draft in a couple of weeks when free agency opens up in a lot of your, in a lot of your dynasty leagues? Potentially. I'd consider it. And that's another thing that we got to talk about, too. There has been some free agency movement over the past few weeks in the NFL. Like what? Um, let's talk about Zach Pascal. He is the wide receiver, too, right now on the Eagles. And the Eagles have Devontae Smith, Zach Paschal, Dallas Goddard, Jalen Rager. And then it's kind of a wide-open room in the backfield. I mean, you have guys, too. But in the receiver room, Zach Paschal is yeah, expected but I, to get I mean, starting snaps the right Eagles, now. The Eagles are projected to take a wide receiver in this draft as well. Yeah, they could, like a Jamison Williams. So then that brings me back to Zach Paschal who could be a wide receiver three. But regardless, I project him to get some starting snaps somewhere in there. It's very possible. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of... I think he's better than Jalen Rager. Probably. I mean, that's probably where every coach is looking at him now, just because, I mean, Rager Rager hasn't put up good tape. Like, when you look at him, like, he isn't doing anything that he did at, I think, TCU, right? Is that where he went to school? Jalen Rager went to college at TCU, yeah. So he was drafted in the first round by the Eagles. Right, yeah, I remember him coming out, and I really, honestly, I was hoping the Packers would take him, and like we had stated earlier on a different pod. 2020. Like, I kind of wish the Packers would trade something meaningless, like a fifth or something for him, and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, like, he was a first-round talent, and when 
I don't know. Like, That's something the Packers would do, too. It, it was That's a Packer move. Well, shit, dude. Like, we just picked up uh But Sandy it wouldn't Watkins. happen until next offseason. Give, give, give them until next year. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They'll but, get them for dirt cheap. Yeah, they could probably get, like, a sixth or something for them at that time. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, like, I don't know, man. Like, so, yeah, like, that wide receiver room is wide open. But, like I said, I projected them to take a wide receiver uh, in this draft. Um so yep. yeah, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen, and we'll see what happens within the draft. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. When this comes out, we'll have a lot more information. I'm excited. I bring it back to the fact that we are gonna have an extra podcast coming out this week. Bonus episode. You will be receiving that whenever the fuck we edit it. Yeah. So it'll probably be early next week. Be patient, but we love you. Be patient, but we love you. Um, my name is Ja. I'm Dugo. Appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all for tapping in. We'll come back and, uh, yeah, go pack go. Hopefully we get Traylon Burks in the first round with one of our first two picks. Traylon Burks, go pack go. Big Burks. Big Burks.